to more of Michelob Ultra College Football Wrap-Up. Once again, here's Paul Swan. Tonight's going to be a tough one. Marshall losing the 75 game, 21-14. to Welcome in, Paul Swan, your host. We're going to be here for the next hour. We'll take your phone calls, 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. We're going to open up the text line for you in a few minutes as well. We're going to hear from the head coach himself, Charles Huff, very emotional Coach Huff. Uh, I have got an interview, uh, just got off of Zoom, with Abraham Boplan. We're going to hear that here a little bit later on. Uh, he was tore up. I asked him how you know, he felt, just talk about it, and he was tore up. He's pretty disappointed, as I'm sure a lot of the Thundering Herd football players are right now. Uh, unfortunately for Marshall, a lot of mistakes, some uh, some execution issues, I didn't think this team quit. I didn't think this team just laid over for UAB. That was a good team. Marshall faced off against a really good team tonight in UAB. Uh, let's look over some of the stats again. Yeah, I don't know if the stats uh, are pretty. It's not uh, It's not something I'm rejoicing in here, but if you look at how this one went down, uh, Marshall had 16 first downs. But you look at some of the ways uh, Marshall could have uh, carried on. Third down conversion, one of 12. That was not good. Fourth down conversion, one of two. Uh, Marshall uh, in the red zone and lone chance converting there. Uh, Just looking at some of the other numbers here. Grant Wells, his performance, 22-39, that interception late. You know, I'm not going to say that cost the herd. That did not help the herd's cost. I mean, that really, if you you lay it all out on the interception, then you didn't see the whole game here. You know, Marshall was in a dire situation. Opportunity for the herd to come back, put it to overtime. Unfortunately, not the case. Uh, Grant had 232 yards. Uh, he had two touchdowns in the contest. He was sacked two times. Uh, here's um, here's the story of the game. Rasheen Ali, 16 carries for 41 yards. And Dwayne McBride for UAB, 25 carries for 108 yards, two touchdowns. I mean, there's the story there. Yeah, did, did UAB kill Marshall in the passing attack? Well, 13 of 18, but for 250 yards. Big plays. Big plays, running attack. We talked about that. The running attack was going to be key for Marshall to stop Dwayne McBride. And he went out there and he did what we thought he would do. He carried the ball, got over 100 yards. I mean, he didn't have a monster game, but he did what he needed to do to put this team in position. You know, the passing attack was was pretty... I'm going to say it was, it was one of the strong points of UAB's game. As much as we can look at the running attack, you had two receivers with 100 yards. Big plays. Big plays killed the herd tonight. So we're going to go over all of this. We're going to hear from the head coach, Charles Huff. We're going to get your thoughts and your comments. I want to hear from you. Again, the phone line is open for you. You can join us by calling 877 877- 420-TALK, that is 877-420-8255. That's the dial-in number to be a part 
of today's program. We're also going to open up the text line for you. You can do that here soon. I want to hear from Coach Huff first, but uh, I'm going to open that up now for you. 304-523-2275 is the text line. 304-523-2275. You can also find me on Twitter at Paul Swan. I'll be looking at your comments on social media. Get your thoughts on this one. This is going to be a tough one to swallow. Marshall losing what has been designated the 75 game. First time Marshall's lost this game since it was designated the 75 game. So I know that's, again, that's going to be tough. First time that all of these players have experienced a loss during this week. And the fountain ceremony is tomorrow. Usually the fountain ceremony is before the game. This year, the fountain ceremony is on the date and it's after the game. So I don't know if that had anything to do with how... Marshall came out. Usually you have that ceremony, then the game. Things are done almost the same, a little different. Yeah, I I don't know. Ultimately, you had a good football team on the football field. I don't know if if ceremonies or anything really had anything to do with how this played out for the Thundering Herd, if there was any extra anticipation, nerves, uh, emotion. A lot of that we can talk about, and we will. But I want to get your thoughts. And again, the text line is open for you. 304-523-2275. Coach Huff is coming up on the other side of the break here on tonight's edition of College Football Wrap-Up. This is Michelob Ultra College Football Wrap-Up. Once again, here's Paul Swan. We're going to get to Coach Huff here in just a moment, get his post-game thoughts. Later on, we have got Grant Wells We'll hear from him how he feels. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now, players aren't feeling good about uh, this outcome. Marshall losing the 75 game 21-14. to I'm your host, Paul Swan. Thanks for tuning in for tonight's edition of Michelob Ultra College Football Wrap-Up. Our text line already begins with Texter writing, Got outcoached plain and simple. Plus, Wells threw it straight to UAB. I'm not going to lay the final outcome on that play. I'm not going to lay it out there. Marshall could have went down and scored, tied this thing up, but Marshall was also in a position where Marshall had to go down and score and tie this thing up to send it to overtime. So that's just one play. I'd hate to think that Marshall, if Marshall made one play, Marshall wins the game. And, you know, you want to make sure you go out there and, as Coach talks about, be consistent you know, win these battles. Uh, I thought UAB was just uh, more of UAB, what we saw last year in the championship game. They're a good team. They are a strong team. They are a physical team. They're a talented team. What says you? And again, the text line is 304-523-2275. 304-523-2275. If uh, you didn't get a chance to uh, maybe uh, listen to the network broadcast, uh, you probably didn't get a chance to hear uh, Coach Huff. We've got his entire post game, and I want to get his thoughts on what happened. So we'll hear that, and then I'm going to let you react. And again, the best places to do that, If you're not calling, you're texting, and the phone number is 877-420-TALK, the text line 304-523-2275, and I am going to open up the Twitter app right now so I can see your tweets, and you can tweet at Paul Swan to let me know what you think about tonight's game. Here's Coach Huff, opening statement and breaking down what happened. Um, How's everybody doing? Um, 
obviously hats off to UAB um, championship level football team right there. Really good. Uh, they fought, um, battled, made some big plays and some big moments. I thought our guys fought hard. I thought we played tough all the way through. We just didn't execute consistently enough to beat a championship team. Um, we'll learn from it. Uh, we got to be a much better offensively on third down. I think we were one for 12. It's going to be hard to win football games when you can't convert third downs on offense. Um, didn't think we ran the ball as consistently as we needed to. Uh, we knew it was going to be tough. We knew we had to be patient, um, but we should be a little bit better there. We got to continue to work. Um, thought defense fought and fought and fought. A um, couple big plays there is what we talked about. Uh, we've been giving up the big plays um, and kind of put us in a tight spot. I thought we did a really good job of tackling the football um, in the run game. You know, we knew they had a good back. I don't know what he ended up with, but um, we knew we were going to have to tackle the football. Um, thought we did that. Uh, a couple big plays probably end up putting us in a tough situation. And then um, they were able to convert some crucial third downs in that last uh, four-minute drive they had. So hats off to them. Proud of the way the guys fought. Uh, we got to be better all the way across the board. Coaches, players, offense, defense, special teams. We got to uh, execute a lot more consistently in order to beat a football team of that, that caliber. So with that, I open it up. Coach, talk about the momentum swing if you don't care. I think uh, you all were driving a third and four pass that, that Grant had. It looked like it was in, within Willie's grasp. Uh, falls incomplete, you have to punt it over, then you don't see the football there for another 10 minutes. How difficult are those moments for guys that are chomping to get back on the field? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that is exactly what we're talking about, you know, and, and I love Willie, and he made some big plays tonight, but we, that's, that's kind of what our, our, our team was tonight. We just didn't execute consistently. Um, our plays, and we could put out 10 more plays, you know, throughout the game. Um, that, that we just didn't execute. Um, and then defensively, we did a really good job of getting them a third down. We just weren't able to get off the field. Um, but that's the, that's, that's what happens in championship type football games, man. Uh, you got to be able to execute consistently. You don't have to play perfect, but you got to be able to consistently execute, whether that's first down, whether that's making a big catch, whether that's stopping on third down, whether that's converting a third down, whether that's flipping the field on special teams, whatever it is, we, we just got to be better. Um, we learned from the three that we lost earlier in the year about the details and the discipline. Um, and we got to learn from this one about the consistency in our execution. Obviously it's an emotional weekend. The 75 weekend is very big here in Huntington. You all still have championship goals in mind. How do you keep this weekend's loss and the emotion that goes with it from, from hindering you moving forward? Well, I, I talked to the guys. I mean, I, I, you know, I understand fully how much this weekend means to a lot of people, myself included. Um, and I told them to honor them with their performance. Um, and I thought, you know, we fought hard and that's what um, Marshall is about. That's what we always be about. Um, in order to win these type of games, we got to be able to execute a little more consistently. I told them in the locker room, the course has changed, but the goal has not. Um, so it's just a little bit different path. Um, you know, if we were able to write the story, it would be totally different, but um, it's not that way. So we got to be able to um, go back to work, learn from this one and perform in the new course or the new road that we're on. Um, but we're still on the road, you know, so we got to be able to make sure that we learn from this. Um, I, I, I fully get it, man. I told him in the locker room, I, I, cut my right finger off if we could win the game. 
Um, but I thought their performance was, was I thought their performance and their effort and their fight and they're on the sideline. The guys were all locked in. The guys were giving everything they had. We just got to execute. That's what it comes down to. Coach, what message do you give to Grant You know, after the after the performance tonight with that late pick? Like, what message do you give to him as you guys are ready to finish out the season? Same thing. You know, the course has changed. The, the, the gold has not. And what it takes to reach the gold has not changed. We got to be able to be disciplined. We got to be able to play with energy and effort. And we got to be able to execute. And those are the things that we constantly talk about. Um, you know, the turnover, it seemed in a crucial moment. But if we'd have called a ball or ran the ball better blocking in the first quarter, we were able to come up with a stop. And that, that one play doesn't appear as, as drastic. Would he love it back? Yeah. Uh, would we love it back? Yeah. Um, but we got to learn from it. We got to learn from it about consistently executing cons- throughout the game, not just, okay, hey, this is the game's on the line. Now we got to be able to execute throughout the game. We got to be able to do that. I mean, I, you, you, I'd love to have one of the 12 or other for third downs that we didn't convert, convert it. We didn't. So we got to be able to do that. And that, that one play at the end doesn't make or break the game. Because uh, we can go back to the first quarter and there's a thousand runs. There's a thousand defensive stops that we didn't get. Uh, it's just consistency in our execution. Coach, was that Early the most the- physical game you played with with the, a team this season? I'd have to go back and look at the film. But, you know, on the field, it looked like we were we were battling. Um, it didn't look like we were overmatched. It looked like, you know, two really good football teams. Um, but I'd have to go back and look at the film to, to, to be completely, you know, honest to be able to answer that one. Early in the game, Coach, there was a, a third and 12. UAB has a bad snap straight out of the gate. You all were in position to get off the field with a three and out and get the possession and, and be able to take it. When you give up a big play early in a game like that, do you feel like those set the tone and sort of creep into the mind of players moving forward? No, I think you got to be able to play the next play, whether you go out there and get a kickoff return to the house to open the game or, you know, you give up a big third down in, in the beginning of the game. I think you got to be able to play the next play. Um, you know, one play at a time, you know, I, I, I would say that we were able to rally, put our foot in the ground and, and come up with a stop. Um, but I, I don't think so. I think, you know, if we keep our focus on one play at a time, I think those plays, you know, we got to learn from, move on. But that goes back to like you're saying right there, we got to execute consistently, got to get them on the ground. Coach, some of the things you're talking about trying to correct, do you feel that a lot of these things are pretty tangible things you can maybe correct in a week, film study, or anything that maybe bothers you most looking at tonight's game? Well, well, nothing. I mean, obviously the loss bothers me, but our effort was good. That's what I want to make sure, you know, when, when when you're playing with effort. We'll go back and look at the film, and there's probably some plays on defense where if a guy is, you know, in in the right gap or a step closer, you know, it doesn't happen. There's plays on offense. If we, you know, do a better job of blocking or running or catching um, that it doesn't happen. Special teams, the same thing. Um, But I think just like any other week, the weeks we had, you know, big victories, we went back, we looked at the things we could correct. Um, Tomorrow we'll do the same thing. We'll go back, look at the things we can correct and constantly keep working towards the goal. Coach, one of the few things uh, or one of the common themes of the losses this year has been uh, just the ground game for the opposing team. Um, What kind of initial thoughts? Obviously, you have to go back and look at the film to see what went wrong. But what are your initial thoughts on maybe what went wrong today as far as stopping the run? Yeah, well, one, they're a good football team with a good offensive line, a good running back. So they're, they're going to make some plays. Um, two, it goes back to what we talked about at the beginning. You know, you got to have gap control and you got to tackle, you know. Um, it's easier to do when you're better players than the other team. 
But when you play a championship level team, they're going to have some success. What we got to be able to do is consistently play the right gaps, tackle when we get an opportunity. So when we go back and look at it, we're going to look at, okay, hey, how many times were we out of our gap? How many times did we miss tackles? Um, And then that's when we'll say, hey, this is where we could have been better. Um, Did we think we were going to come out here today and and they were going to get zero yards rushing? Absolutely not. Um, But did we have a plan to be able to play gap control, to be able to tackle? Yes, but they also have scholarships over there, too. So they're going to be able to block. They're going to be able to put put themselves in some good positions with run angles and different runs. Um, and we got to continue to, to to learn from it. You know, hey, where could we have been better with our call as a coach? Where could we have been better with our alignment as a player? Where could we have been better with our execution of getting off the box and getting to the ball? Um, everybody's got a part. Uh, we all, myself included, we all got to continue to look at where can we be better? Um, and at the end of the day, it's going to come down to consistency in our execution. I bet we're going to look and we're going to see a handful of plays on both sides of the ball that if we just make that play, it changes the entire drive or series or whatever it may be. Coach, UAB's quarterback started off hot tonight, down the stretch, made the plays when they needed him. Just what did you see out of him tonight? Yeah, I thought they did a really good job of, of letting him manage the game. Um, you know, he made some big throws uh, when he needed to off the play action, which when you run the ball well, um, you, you're going to have, you know, the play action is, is going to work. Um, I thought he made some really good throws after being hit and uh, put some pressure on. A tough kid, uh, knew that coming in, championship level team. Uh, and that's what you get. You know, the, the players, the quarterback, um, I thought he did a really good job of, of kind of going on to the next play. We got to him a lot tonight, made him move off a spot, which is what we wanted to do. Got him on the ground a couple of times. Um, he made some runs um, towards the, the second half there to kind of keep him keep him in it. Um, good player. Yeah, thank you guys for covering us. Um, really got to continue to get better. Proud of the guy's effort. Proud of the way they fought. Just got to be better in our consistency and our execution. So, thanks, guys. Go hurt. Coach Huff breaking it down. He's going to stick with Grant Wells. Grant's his guy. Texer writes in regards to the interception, you can't win the game without tying the game first. And that is a valid point. You got to tie the game to win the game. And I will say this. You don't want to be in a situation where you got to go down and win the game and you haven't been consistent all game long and now you have to be consistent to go win the game. If Marshall was playing a tough opponent and going blow for blow and it was a back and forth battle and it was just tough, Marshall was making plays, UAB's making plays, and okay, Marshall's got a chance to go down and tie it, win it. We'll see what happens. I'll tell you this. Um, there is a, a lot to work on, and Coach is going to have to go back and look at the film, look ahead. It's not over yet. you got a road trip against Charlotte. You've got a home game against Western Kentucky. You, know, you still have an avenue of opportunity here, unfortunately. It's just got a lot harder. And as Grant uh, will tell you in a few minutes, uh, Marshall's kind of getting used to that. And I know that's not how you want to run the season. You don't want to be used to adversity like that every season. But it's not an unfamiliar position. We're going to hear from Grant Wells when we continue. Uh, Later on, I don't think anybody else has this. I've got Abraham Beauplan. And when talking to him, he was emotional. This hurt. It hurt a lot because of the 
75 game, the reason why you're playing, all of that, it, he, it hurt. You know, this wasn't just, okay, we lost, it's tough, I hate it. You know, he realizes the significance the community puts into this game and he gets it. He understands and he hurts. So we'll hear from him when we continue on. But Grant Wells coming up next. Your phone calls are coming up, 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. The text line is open, 304-523-2275. Again, 304-523-2275. You can tweet as well, at Paul Swan. Those are all the ways you can get a hold of me tonight on this edition of Michelob Ultra College Football Wrap-Up. We're putting the wraps on your college football game day. This is Michelob Ultra College Football Wrap-Up. Once again, here's Paul Swan. Marshall Falls tonight against UAB. It was a rematch of the 2020 championship game. Same result, however, as far as the end result. Marshall losing 21-14. We heard from Marshall head football coach Charles Huff. Got to get back to work. He understands the significance of this game. And he's looking for effort. He saw things that he was happy with. Other than the loss itself, he was at least seeing things that he was happy with, effort, just not happy with execution, things like that. You get the gist of it, right? Now, we're going to hear in a little bit from Abraham Boplan. Had a chance to uh, catch up with him um, close to the end of media availability. So I don't think anyone else has got this right now, so you'll hear it first here. But I do want to hear from Marshall quarterback Grant Wells. We'll get that in a moment. And I want to hear from you. The phone line is 877-420-TALK. If you prefer, you just want to send your text over, you can do so at 304 304- 523-2275. And of course, you can find me on social media. Of course, the easy way to do that is on Twitter at Paul Swan. So now you have all of those items that you can use to get a hold of me. Let's get comments from Grant Wells and then we'll get your feedback. Here's Grant talking about the loss and uh, how it's going to uh, affect the rest of the season. Grant, on, on the last play there, did, did it look like there was some miscommunication between you and, and uh, Shadid on on that play? Did he did he not go where you thought, or vice versa? What happened on that play? Yeah, well, you know that route, you know, is is dependent on what the defense does. So, you know, that's not entirely on on Shadid. That's you know, that's on me. You have to you know see what the defense is doing right there and and see uh, and how how Shadid's going to react to that. Grant, for you all, how difficult is it? You have a third down pass that that looks like uh, Willie might be able to make a play on. It doesn't go your way, and then you're just sort of standing there, chomping on the bit on the sidelines for another ten minutes as UAB salts things away. How how frustrating is that? Whenever you go through those scenarios, yeah, I mean, we were on the we were, it seemed like we were on the sidelines forever in the fourth quarter. You know, it's tough being on the sidelines for that long. You know, relying so much on your defense. Uh, I think they played good enough for us to win. Um, talking about the defense, so this is uh, this is on us. Grant, how do you keep this game from keeping you from winning that East Division title and taking care of the rest of your business? You know, we just got to focus on on what we have to do. Um, you know, obviously, we have put ourselves in position to start relying on others. We're no stranger to that. You know, obviously, this is not the way we would draw it up if we had had the opportunity to. But you know, we got to focus on what we need to do, and hopefully, we get some help. What does what does UAB do really well defensively to create havoc uh, with their secondary and and even with their linebackers and disguising some stuff at the line of scrimmage and making you all think twice about what's going on? They didn't do a lot. Uh, talking about scheme wise, and we knew that going into this game. Uh, you know they they relied heavily on their front seven. 
you know, and they're all quality championship level players on that side. So, you know, they don't do a lot, you know, in terms of schemes and stuff like that in that aspect. So, you know, I think we knew what we were going to get coming into this game and we just didn't execute. Without looking at the film, um, obviously, yet, what do you hope personally to improve upon in your part of the offense from this week to next week? Well, I mean, there's going to be tons of things, you know, that I'm going to watch tonight and tomorrow that, uh, I'm going to improve on, but, you know, I'd say just off the top of the head, looking at the numbers real quick, you know, our third down was, was atrocious tonight. I think it said we were one of 12, which is, you're not going to win any games like that. So I think, you know, I need to manage third downs better. I, need, I think I need to see what they're in, see what, what checks we need if we have to on third down. And, you know, you can't win games without converting on third down. Grant Wells, he's got to go back, look at the film, try to, once again, get better from this one. And I'm sure he'll carry this one over into the next game. He definitely will, if he isn't already looking at film, he's going to be looking at film shortly, trying to figure this one out, see where he can get better. He, he pointed it out. He was very accurate. If you go uh, one for 12 on third down, you're not going to win any football games. That is not going to happen. We're going to hear from, of course, Abraham Boplan. I want to hear from you as well. I know it's a tough night for you. So if you would like to join the program, you can do so by calling 877-420-TALK. You can also join us on text. We open that up for you at 304-523-2275. i got a couple I want to get to before we hit the break. Uh, texter writes, uh, you got to work on tackling. It's over if you don't. So tackling is key for that texter. Uh, another texter writes in, defense did great job against the run. Difference is UAB tried to stick with the run. Marshall gives up on run too easily, have whole season. Um, okay. Uh, texter also writes, uh, good quarterbacks live for fourth quarter comebacks. Uh, I'm sorry, good quarterbacks live for fourth quarter comebacks and don't shrink from it, nor need coach to excuse him from it. If he'd thrown 59-yard touchdown on last drive, the talk would be how he overcame the inconsistency. So at the same time, needs to take responsibility for the um, the interception. At the same time, offensive line never gets talked about. They have not run block all season long. Okay, so again, I'm, I'm reading as I get these texts in. Um, yeah. That's a good point. If Grant is able to overcome the the interception, not throw it. Instead, Grant throws a, a great pass. Marshall comes back, ties this game, and then finds a way to win and possibly overtime. I mean, we're talking about, hey, Grant's coming back from the inconsistency. I don't think anyone's truly trying to excuse Grant from the inconsistency. I hope not anyway. I think Grant, of all people, understands the inconsistency is not good. And I think Coach will understand that more when he sees the film, sees where the problems are. It was a tough night. I mean, that was a good football team. I keep going back to that. That was a good football team. That was not FAU or FIU Marshall was facing tonight. That was a quality team in UAB, the problem here is that Marshall had a big meaningful game at the Jones tonight and that's what amplifies this and magnifies it more. Marshall lost a big game at home, a game you circle on the calendar 
and you put a lot of emotion into. And Marshall, to get to that next level, Marshall's got to get over these. Marshall's got to win the big game. I know air quotes here, the big game. Got to win those. All right. Uh, We're going to get your phone calls in. You can join us, 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. We're going to get your text in as well, 304-523-2275. All right, uh, I'll tell you what. Let's get some of your phone calls in before we hit the break. We are going to hear from Abraham Bowplan on the other side, but I'm going to give you an opportunity to uh, speak your mind. First up is Dave Dave, you're on Michelob Ultra College football wrap-up. What's up? Hello. Hello, sir. How are you? I'm good. I'm good as I can be yeah. on a on a, on a loss for Thundering Herd. Absolutely. My question was, why did we decline the penalty uh, when it was third and so many yards and we would have been back th- almost 30 yards? And number two, this is the third time that Grant Wells has thrown in the double or triple coverage with less than two minutes to go? I can answer the first one easily. You decline that penalty because you want to not give UAB more opportunity to run the clock. I mean, I think that was okay. that was a time-saving measure. Okay, hold it. You know, don't give them a couple of opportunities to get all the yardage back here, make a big play, hold them, get the ball back. That was a time-saving maneuver there to decline. Um, as far as Grant, th- management, I hear yeah. You say so as far as Grant, I don't know what's going to have to happen here. You, you look at what he's seeing. You know what he's going to have to maybe adjust to. I don't know if the, the pressure is getting to him. I don't think it's that. It's just, you know, what's he seeing? What's causing him to maybe make the wrong read? That's uh, that's going to be a lot of film study there, I would think. And I think that's going to be part on Coach, and that's going to be part on Grant to uh, to just sit down and figure that out. Okay, um, you remember Coach said a couple weeks ago, a what-the-hell moment? That might have been one of those right. what-the-hell moments. There you go. Yeah, I agree. You know, Because hey. he, he said it himself. You know, in the last game, we didn't have a what-the-hell moment. This is a what-the-hell moment, I'm sure. Absolutely. You've been very courteous, and go her. I appreciate it. Thanks for the phone call. Uh, Text line, how about the offense getting off to a good start sometime in the future? You would like to have a good, fast start, right? I'm with you there. Texter writes, a collective uh, defective defeat. Put it on the coaches, maybe the offensive line coach. Okay, so that's where that texture is going with tonight's uh, grade of the game. You can text us as well, 304-523-2275, 304-523-2275. You can also join us by phone. It is 877-420-TALK. And, of course, longtime fans, you know, hit the Twitter, at Paul Swan. We'll get all your reactions when we continue. Also going to hear from Abraham Bowplan. That's coming up on tonight's edition of Michelob Ultra College Football Wrap-Up. Back to more of Michelob Ultra College Football Wrap-Up. Once again, here's Paul Swan. 
We're recapping Marshall's loss tonight to UAB. It was a 21-14 loss. Marshall losing the 75 game. Heartbreaking loss for several of the players, if not all of them. Uh, one in particular, I had a chance to catch up with Abraham Bowplan. Let's talk about what he did in the game first. He had 15 tackles. He had five solo, 10 assists. Led all Thundering Herd players on that side of the ball. He was credited for a half a sack for five yards. He was credited for two and a half tackles for loss amounting to nine yards. Pretty good night, right? Hard playing. Always you expect that from him, and I think you got that once again. Now, with that said, he came and talked to us. He came and talked to us, and how hard is that, first of all, for a student athlete to come and talk to a member of the media after a loss? They all know they have to do it. Win or lose, they have to do it. But now how hard is that for that young man when it's such an emotional loss? I mean, this isn't professional football. This isn't millionaires coming out and talking about how they won or lost a game. This is a a student athlete coming out, talking about a game that is designated in honor of the worst sports air tragedy in history. And this is the game that you come out and you remember the tragedy and you honor them. And you haven't lost this yet. Ever since it became known as the 75 game, you haven't lost this. So there's a lot of emotion here. Plus, you're playing UAB, the defending champs. You you have a bad taste in your mouth from last season losing to UAB. So you want to kind of get that out of your mouth at the same time. You want to win this game. You know the emotion, the history, the fans, the community, all about this because uh, it's something that, you know, Thundering Herd fans have embraced. You have the fountain ceremony coming up tomorrow. I mean, there's so much on this kid, right? And all of them. There's so much on all of these young men. And if you win it, yeah, it's a good feeling. If you lose it, which hasn't happened yet since it became the 75 game, it's got to be devastating, right? And so then Abraham comes out to talk. And I've got to ask him the questions. So I, you know, I'm I'm feeling like, yeah, you know, I, I don't want to. I mean, I got to ask questions. So here we are, uh, Abraham Bowplan. He spoke to me after the game, and uh, we talked about the just the emotion of this game. Abraham, this is a tough night to talk about, but could you could you maybe put it in your own words? Uh, you know how you're feeling right now. I know a lot's put into this game. To be honest, man, it really hurts knowing that we didn't get the win. We know what this game means to, to the city, to the fans, and we try to give it all. And we try to give it all like we could just to win the game. But, you know, it hurts not to get the win. What coach say to you after the game? Uh, he just said he loves us, man. Uh, he know, man, we try, we try to get the win. We try to go out there and give it all we had. Uh, sometimes in life, you just – you're not always going to win. Sometimes you're going you're gonna to lose – thing that matters the most is how you, how you come back from that. Talk about that if you would. How do you keep this game from keeping you from winning the East Division and possibly getting another shot at UAB and that Conference USA Championship? Uh, we just got to use we, we got to use this game and move forward. We, we know how we feel uh, losing this game and we, we got to use that and to, to move on. 
the game itself, performance-wise, what can you take away from this? Anything positive that you can you can look at? You know, the way you guys played, the way you know, some guys perform. What what can you take away from this? Maybe to build upon. Uh, Coach always said it, man. You just got to execute. Uh, when Coach, uh, when Cole, when Coach uh, make a call, we just got to come together as a team and execute the call. And that's what we got to do when we pass a team. Nobody can beat us. We just got to use that and come together as a team. Abraham Boplan, that was that was pretty tough. That was tough to to talk to him about that. But he said that you got to, um, yeah, you you got to build upon this and you got to come back from it. So those are some great responses. So text uh, Abraham played his guts out. Need ten more on defense to bring that effort. Texter writes, "We were lucky." To be in the game that late with the lack of execution. That UAB team tonight was the toughest 75-game opponent except maybe the first 75-game on the road versus Tulsa. UAB, UAB was way bigger than us and stopped our run. Bottom line, we've got to get bigger with hitters and execute. Like Coach said, tonight we still have a path. Our course just changed. Beat Charlotte, go herd. Okay, so uh, some optimism there. Give UAB credit. I mean, that's one thing I can't stress enough. If Marshall would have won that game, that would have been a great win against a tough opponent. We know what UAB is about. You lose this game. You hate the fact that there were so many opportunities that could have put this game in your favor. But at the end of the day, that's still a tough UAB team. And that's probably what stings a little bit more, that you were still in this game. And that was a quality opponent. And, of course, you, you amplify all of it because it's UAB, it's a rematch of the 2020 championship game, and it's the 75 game. Yeah, that was a, that's a tough one. Uh, Texter, if you can't run the ball, that's on the offensive line and their coach. Football games are won or lost on the line of scrimmage. Offensive, defense, the big boy battle. All right, your texts are welcome as well. 304-523-2275, 304 Seven five, Twitter is open to you as well. You can tweet at me at Paul Swan. You can follow me as well. I would appreciate that as uh, we are um, getting closer to the end of the program tonight. Uh, Going to be back in action on Monday. Uh, we got Marshall basketball coming up on Monday, and I'm going to be doing double duty Monday from the Union Pub and Grill. Uh, I've got my regular show coming up 5 to 6, and then I'm just going to stick around and hang out at the Union for our pregame that we usually do before the Marshall game broadcast. So that's all coming up on Monday. Hopefully Marshall can get the win against uh, Milligan. That's coming up on Monday. we got a busy week of Marshall basketball. And then, of course, we got football coming up on Saturday. That's going to be the challenge now. Can you come back and not let this game beat you? Can you come back and make sure that you let this game inform you? Uh, Texter writes, UAB showed class before the game waiting for the herd to do their 75 thing. Would have liked to see our quarterback show same class by congratulating their quarterback instead of just walking off the field. Uh, I was at that point hitting the stairwell because I got to get back here to do the studio show. I did not see the final 
few seconds. So I didn't see that. And you always got to you got you got to lose the same way you win. You got to lose with grace and dignity the same way you win, with grace and dignity. So I hate to hear that. I hope that's uh I just hate to hear that. I'll leave it at that. It, that's um you know, always um you know what? At the end of the day, the victory for me and I, I don't know where you feel on this, but the victory for me is that Marshall showed up today because Marshall is a team. Marshall's playing a football game today because Marshall is a team. Marshall lost everything in a, in a plane crash, a very tragic event. And it could have been real simple just to say, can't come back from this. Basketball, that's our thing here at Marshall. We're a basketball school. You know, we're known for that. You know, just give this football thing up. Be easier. Don't have to have to relive this pain here, try to get past this, you know, just do away with football. Instead, there's football. Here it is. 51st um, remembrance uh, for a lot of us of Marshall back on the football field. Young Thundering Herd. And that's the victory for me. That's what I'm taking away tonight is um, yeah, you got to remember. Yeah, you got to you got to play this game, win or lose, especially on this night. Play this game, win or lose, um, with class and dignity and sportsmanship. And you know, the emotions are going to be high. Emotions are going to be tense. But remember, at the end of the day, and this is not dismissing it. It's a game, and that's what I'm sure the people that you're honoring would want you to remember. It's a game. You're getting to play this game. You've won the first victory because you're playing this game. You're carrying on. You're keeping us alive. You're keeping us uh, in your memories. Uh, You're keeping us in your heart. And you're playing this game. Marshall didn't pack it up and go, okay, we're done. Playing this game. So that's the first victory. Uh, Second victory is uh, the fact that um, you go out there and you play it with all your heart. That's the second victory for me. Yeah, you, because again, if you're going to do this, if you're going to say this is the 75 game, we're going to remember the young thundering herd. We're going to remember the victims of this tragedy. We're going to do this and honor them. Well, you better go out and play with everything you got. If you win, great. If you lose, did you play with everything you got? That's what I'm looking for and stuff like this. Um, Texter gives me a thumbs up. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, that's, that's how I feel. The victory for me always has been Marshall's on the football field. Marshall is out there competing, and um, the added responsibility is if you're going to designate this as a, uh, a game in honor of those victims and honor of the young thundering herd, you know, the victory is you better come out and play as you know hard as you possibly can. And if you win or lose, as long as you play as hard as you possibly can, that's, uh, that's a true victory for me. Of course, with that said, you want the football victory. You're playing to win the game, and and it's going to hurt for these kids, and I, and I I mean that, and I I understand that. I, I hate uh, the feelings that they're going to go through tonight, and hopefully they will come out of this ready to go, and remember that adversity is where we grow from. 
So pick yourself up after this tonight. Feel bad about this. Pick yourself up. Get ready. You got Charlotte to deal with. You got to got to be thinking about Charlotte. You got to be thinking about beating them, not letting this beat you. And then you got to go back and get ready once again for Western Kentucky because that's a good team. That's a team that puts some points up. So there's uh, there's all the victories for me tonight. Unfortunately, the one that um, on the scoreboard we we hope for uh, did not happen as Marshall lost to UAB. Final score was twenty one. To 14. Um, Texter writes, the team needed to shake hands at the end of game. That was classless move. I agree with you 100%. Yeah, you got to do that. Team beat you by 50. I don't care. Hey, congratulations. Hey, great game. You, both sides. Hey, great game. Honor. Honor the other yeah, seriously, honor the other other player, the opponent. Honor them. Uh Texer writes, uh, kind of unfair to blame the players who are 20 years old to get it. Uh when the town and Marshall uh, Nation only fills up half the stadium for the anniversary game. Um I think the players have so much put on them, but I think they get it. I think they get it. They understand. Uh, they they're talked to about this. They they live this. I mean, this isn't just something you show up and say, "Okay, hey, we're putting on this decal this week." It's the '75 game uh, because of the plane crash. No, it's ingrained in you. You get it. You know it. Um, I don't think anyone's blaming the players and um, the attendance tonight. 19, I see that I didn't even bother to mention that tonight. 19,329. Let's talk about that for a minute. 19,329. Is, is that because people have lost faith in this team? Is that because other things are happening? Some high school games going on across the tri-state. There's some Saturday high school going on. And it's tough to say, okay, I'm going to go to the herd game and your kid's playing. So there, there are all kinds of reasons why. Now, I'm not going to say that that's the lone excuse here because, of course, you know we've seen several games where it hasn't been um, as full as it could be. There are so many reasons there. But, yeah, this is, um, this is one that's tough. But for the 19,329 that showed up, uh, you got to thank them for for being there. All right. Um, Another texter writes, To the herd, I was there. I love you. Let's appreciate that as uh, well. Uh, I'm sure that they appreciate hearing that. Um, I I don't think anyone doesn't get it tonight. And I don't think you can blame the kids, and I don't think you should blame the kids on this one. Um, Okay, um, Texter would like to clarify uh, his text or her text about um, unfair to blame the players who are 20 years old to get it. Um, the Texter's point is, my you know, pressure on, uh, my point was pressure on players when fans don't even come out. Um, I think if the kids come out and play with heart and energy, I'm good. And I mean that. And I don't mean I don't mean that they have to come out and burden 
themselves with everything, put it all on their shoulders. I mean, come out, play to the best of your ability every single week, and know that, because I would think the players would have some say here. I, I hope that they, because Coach Huff said earlier this week, hey, I'm putting this on the guys this week to teach me. Not, okay, I'm putting it on them. It's their responsibility. It's, okay, hey, I'm the new guy here. Teach me how we go about this, how we handle our business here. Teach me. Put put me in, in the right place here. I, I think that the kids understand. They know there's a lot of – there is a lot of pressure on them. At the same time, I think, however, we should realize that whatever happens here – if the team came out and played its best, I'm good, and you should be good as well. And I hope that I hope you are, and I think you are. I think you are. Um, I don't. I don't put pressure on them to win that game uh, for any other reason than it's a game on the schedule, and you want to win. You come out to play. You're playing. You want to win, and it hurts. You feel the you feel the disappointment in the community. You feel the disappointment in, in losing this game. Uh, we talked about this earlier this week on my local show. Said that eventually Marshall's going to lose this game. Don't want it to happen. Marshall's going to lose this game though. One day, the seventy-five game. It's going to get yeah, to a point where the numbers are going to not fall the herd's way. Yeah, eventually, you can't go undefeated for uh, end of time here when you play this game. So, what needs to happen here is um, if you're a fan of the Thundering Herd, pick them back up and let's go again. Yeah, and let's uh, let's hope. Um, Texer writes, ugly black uniforms, ugly game, less excitement, more empty seats to follow. I am not a fan of the black uniforms. And I'll share this conversation with you. I had um, a former player that works here with me. I, I work with a former player. And he said he liked the uniforms. And he said that yeah, you know, it's what the kids want. Now, I don't know if that's the case. Is it what the kids want? Uh, me, I'm more of the Marshall is green and white. I get why you're wearing the black. You know, you're 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 wearing that also because of the 75 game. But uh, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, you know, if if we're gonna talk fabric, I'm not a big fan of those. Um, yeah, and I would like to see you know the more traditional uniforms. Uh, and Marshall doesn't do well with those blacks as well when they put them on. I don't think I don't know what the actual record is, but I don't. I don't seem to recall too many times the black uniforms have been put on. The herd has done well. It's not like when Marshall came out in the all greens. You remember those days? Marshall came out in all the all greens, the, the string beans. Yeah, um, I'm not sure. If, I would save the uh, I would save the all black uh, kits for uh, another day. I'm not a big fan of those, but again, um, if it's what the kids want, I um, I'm of the mindset that you know stick to the stick to your colors, green and white. Marshall's green and white. You know, black's fine as an accent color. Okay, um, I'm probably gonna. Uh, be on the wrong side for some of you, and for some of you, I'm going to be on the right side. Uh, Texer writes, it upset me that Coach said before the game that he didn't even bother watching the championship game last year. I bet Saban watches matchups with LSU years backwards. Um, I think you can learn from looking at a previous film. 
I wouldn't use it as film study, but I would maybe look at it just to see, okay, here's what my opponent did against this team last year. Um, see how some guys you know, maybe look now compared to then. Um, each coach game plans differently. You know, I, I'm kind of curious as to what you can learn from looking at a game last year, a year before. Uh, we talked about this in our pregame earlier. I think you can glean some some things. You can get some tendencies, maybe. You know, just kind of again, just kind of have an idea of. Uh, I would I would have watched it. Like, okay, here's last year's game. I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna understand it. Okay, uh, let's see what the UAB is doing this year. I might have uh, I might have agreed with you there. Uh, yeah, it, it probably is something that you you might want to just look at. All right, uh, Texer writes, bring back the pea pods. I'm with you. I like the greens. I did not like today's the colors. And again, I'm glad we can you know, we can get to the point where we're, we're talking uniform color here. But I didn't like the white and the black here. I just I hated those numbers on UAB. Did not like those. But yeah, bring back the pea pods. Those are uh, definitely a set of uh, uniforms that uh, Marshall had some success in, and I'm hopefully, uh, hopefully we'll get those. Bring those back. I'm with you there. All right. Uh, before we call it a night, we're going to get a few more of your text in. We'll do that here in a minute. You can join us. It's uh, real simple. It is 304-523-2275, 304-523-2275. Uh, you want scores? I've got scores for you. Uh, let's get you caught up. What's happening in Conference USA? Uh, there are some scores that were crazy coming across the, the scoreboard earlier. Trying to keep an eye on what's happening in the league at the same time, what's happening on the field. First of all, and I haven't seen the final yet, so this is all going to be new to me when uh, when I see the final here. Uh, did Southern Miss win? Okay, I'm got the scoreboard now. No, they did not. Uh, UTSA, 23rd ranked in the country, defeats Southern Miss 27-17. That's a tough one there. Uh, here are the finals from Conference USA. Western Kentucky. They're going to be on top of the East Division by virtue of record 42-21 victory over Rice. It was Louisiana Tech defeating Charlotte 42-32. Middle Tennessee, big win over FIU 50-10. UAB, Marshall, I'm skipping that. Um, Old Dominion beat FAU 30-16. And North Texas beat UTEP 22-17. So uh, UTSA more than likely going to be settling business with UAB for the West Division. Marshall's got some work to do against Charlotte, then uh, Western Kentucky. All right, uh, let's, before we call it a night, let's uh, get a few more of your text in. And the text line is 304-523-2275. Okay, um, texter writes, need to get students more involved, give them better seats. Hard to be much of a factor from 30, 50, 100 yards from the action. The question I'm going to pose here is, if you give students better seats, will the students use the better seats? That's the question. You give students better seats, will they use the better seats? Marshall, here's the next text. Marshall fans want to act like our uniforms have the same tradition as Michigan and Ohio State. They simply do not. They have changed a lot and adapted over the years. If the kids on the field want black unis, black helmets, etc., give it to them. 
They're the ones busting their tail. Quit griping over it, Coach Hutch. All right. Um, I like the Peapods. I'm not a big fan of, of the of the Blacks. If the kids want it. I mean, after all, they're the ones playing. I'll I'll concede that point. I'll concede that particular point. Um, Texter writes, Peapods, Kelly Green, period. That is all. All right. Simple. Peapods, Kelly Green, period. That is all. I think we have gotten through all of the text. We are uh, clear on Twitter. I spoke too soon. We are not clear on all the text. Um, Go Coach Huff. Love you. Hang in there. Okay. I think now that clears all the texts. We have cleared the Twitter. Uh, we have cleared the phone. For our producer, Gabriel Sellers. I'm Paul Swan. Thanks for listening to tonight's edition of Michelob Ultra College Football Wrap-Up. I'm back in action on Monday live from the Union Pub and Grill. And, of course, I would appreciate it if you follow me on Twitter, at Paul Swan. You can also find me on Facebook. It's The Drive with Paul Swan. Thanks for tuning in. Also, special thanks to Kenny Sellards uh, back in our production office. Good night, everyone. This has been Michelob Ultra College Football Wrap-Up. Join us next time for your college football game day. 93.7 The Dog. WTGG-FM Ashland Huntington. And ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. WRVC-AM and W231-BS Huntington. Proud to be locally owned and operated by Kindred Communications Incorporated.